Well, welcome everybody. You are watching another edition, another broadcast of Bridging the Gap podcast. And I'm your host, Pastor Nate Brozier. And it's exciting to always get you uh, to come in and tune in on this broadcast. And I'm excited about where God is taking this. I may look back on these and see these 10, 15, 20 years from now. And just remember what God was speaking to me specifically in these times. And so, you know, we're just... You know, we're just weeks away from launching uh, Bridgeway Christian Center, where I'll be the lead pastor here in uh, Delaware County, Muncie, Indiana. And it's exciting times. And I'm going to look back on some of these and be like, I remember what I was feeling and going through before that launch. And so it's just exciting. Hey, you're here with me. You're joining me with me. And it's the journey is only going to get better. I'm excited where God is taking me and taking this ministry and taking you that are a part of it as well, uh, because we're going to higher heights than we've ever reached. So, but hey, if you will, go ahead and share this broadcast to your social media outlets, and then we'll get started. Today's particular topic I want to talk to you is simply on the lines of wait on the Lord. Go ahead, hashtag that if you want to, wait on the Lord. And this is always found in a particular passage, um, well, I guess there's a few times it, it talks about waiting on the Lord. And, but this specific one, uh, I want to talk to you in Isaiah chapter 40. We're going to start in verse 28 and read the 31. And it reads this way, just a word of encouragement today, maybe 15 minutes long today. God bless you. Let's see if I can do that. Uh, and it reads this way in verse 28. Have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. First off, I want that just to sink in. That verse right there, I mean, we always usually skip over to 31 and and we're going to read that in just a minute. But I want you just to let that sink into your spirit. He says, have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is an everlasting God, the creator of everything, of all the earth. And you know, this is the beauty, the creator of everything we know to be alive. He is that. But he says he never grows weak or weary. We do, but he never grows weak or weary. And no one can measure the depths of his understanding. Listen, that should sink in right there because there's things that happen on this earth that we'll never understand why they happen, but we don't need to. We can't imagine, we can't even fathom the mind or the understanding or or even comprehend God because he's beyond our comprehension. No one can even measure the depths of his understanding. He's beyond your ways. His thoughts are beyond our thoughts. He's an awesome God. And let's go on. Verse 29. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired and young men will fall in exhaustion. But look at the scripture here. But those who trust in the Lord, as the King James, 
they that wait upon the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. You know, I can stop right here and just say, hey, now just soak on that word. Soak on that passage. And this would have been a great podcast. It really would have. But waiting is something that we all challenge ourselves with. Some of us are challenged a little deeper than others. Let's say it that way. But waiting is a process. It is a process. You've got to wait some things out. That's why we live today in a microwave mentality or a microwave uh, mindset of how we want God to operate. We want God in two minutes, warm it up, warm up a piece of pizza. We can do that in the microwave mindset. I want it now. I want it quicker. I want it better than ever. I want it hot and juicy, but yet it's a process. There's something about if you stick a piece of chicken in a microwave for let's say 15 minutes on high, you know what you're gonna get? You're gonna get a cooked piece of chicken, right? But it's gonna be a piece of rubber, nasty, not very good, not as pleasurable as if you would have stuck that thing in an oven and allowed it to bake and go through its process. Because if you allow it to go through a process, of 40 minutes through through the cooker or through the burner or through the, the oven, you're going to get a nice piece of juicy steak or chicken coming out of that oven because it's a process. But if we today now want Christ or God to move so quickly that we don't, we don't even care what the results are. We want it now and we don't want to wait for the process. I mean, that, that's, that's something that we battle with. God, I want my husband now. I want my wife now. And sometimes we begin to settle for Bozo the Clown or you fill in the blank or whatever you want to call the woman. And we just end up accepting something that was never intended for us to have because we're not patient. Or, you know, there's, a, you know, there's another way we can look at that too. Maybe God's already revealed that to you. And it's not what you wanted. You, there's things I've cooked and afterwards I'm like, you know, I don't know that I really wanted this. I'll just put it in the, I'll, I'll put it in some Tupperware and eat it tomorrow. And then we become too patient to the point, and this almost sounds counterintuitive, but you've come too patient to where you're just rejecting everything, the best that God had for you. That's another, that's another podcast for another time. But I just started thinking about that as I was given this analogy. And so waiting is a process. We have to be able to wait. We have to be able to, to wait the longevity of it. You know, I was sharing a story a few weeks ago uh, with my, my guys that I meet with on Tuesday. It was actually just me and Bishop and, and Chase at this particular uh, setting. And I began to relate to them a story when I was 22 years old, I got saved when I was 21. And I remember telling myself that I was almost going to give up on ministry as a full time 
because I was a very, I was a pretty, in my opinion, during that time, I was a very successful car salesman. And I knew how greed was knocking down my door, wanting me to stay in that world. And the process of waiting for my time was starting to wear on me. I remember having a conversation with an old pastor who passed away uh, in 2011, uh, Bishop uh, Ray Freeman out of Kokomo, Indiana. I remember going up to him at that time. I was, um, well, when he passed, I was in full-time ministry way into it. But when I was 22 years old, I remember having a conversation at church camp. So let's say I would have been, not that this even matters. I would have been in 1998, let's say. And I remember going to church camp that year and, and I went up to him and I said, Bishop, I don't know how long I can wait. I'm supposed to be in full-time ministry. And I just can't sit here on the back burner and wait any longer. And I'll never forget, you know, I'm waiting for him to just to break. Here's what my mind said that he was going to say. Well, you know, he's going to see what you're saying. And maybe there's a position even in his church that he's going to take that zeal and excitement that you have. And he's going to open up a position for you. Or I thought maybe he's going to begin to rebuke the pastors that were over my life at that time. That why aren't you putting him in a position with as a paid staffer? <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. That's what I thought Bishop Freeman was going to say. Now, here's what he said. He said, son, how old are you? I said, I'm 22. I'm going to be 23 years soon. He goes, son, you got plenty of time. <laughs> And you know, I was kind of mad at him for a second. I was like, hold up. I don't have time. I'm 22. Time is getting away from me. Here's why. Because I was witnessing some people who were the same age as me during that time that were being put into position of pastoral staff in their church. But I was, I was afraid that I was being cooked too long or I was wanting it right now, wanted that microwave faith. But God was trying to tell me, Nathan, just wait, be patient. So let me tell you, waiting is a process. Waiting takes time. Oh yes, it does. Little did I know, but two years later, actually a year and a half later, a door would open and I would what, jump right into a role of full-time pastoral in 1999. So God did work it out, but it took time because waiting takes time. You know what else waiting does? Waiting requires patience. We have to be patient. We have to be diligently waiting that we, God, I, I trust you. I trust in you. That's why I wanted to read the New Living Translation because he says, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. When we're waiting on God, we have to trust the process. We have to trust that it's going to take time. We have to, we, we have to understand that it's going to require patience. Well, where do we get this patience? It's in us. I used to be one of those guys that would pray for patience, which was so messed up thinking about it that I really didn't have an understanding of the word of God because the Bible says the spirit, the Holy Spirit, these are the, are the fruit of of the spirit. I used to think they were fruits, plural, that I can just go and pray for specific ones or or even say things like 
oh, I, I'm, I have a strong gift of patience, or I have a strong gift of self-control. Well, no, the gift is already in me. I just have to allow them to manifest. I have to pull from those things. It's, it's part of the spirit. These are the fruit of the spirits. These are the substance that's in the fruit. So patience is in me. I just have to understand and understand that it's truly in me. That's a word from somebody, for somebody. So waiting is a process. Waiting takes time. Waiting requires patience. And here's something that most of us don't like. Waiting can be uncomfortable. You can be in a place in your life that God says, you're going here, you're going here, but it's not time yet. And your body starts aching for it. Your mind, your soul realm, your spirit, the trichotomy of the man (laughs) is wanting to be there now that we become so uncomfortable. And so these are things that are normal that we're going to have to go through when we are waiting on the Lord. Because listen, we're talking about a God who is outside of time. We are finite beings who live inside time. Get this in your head. We live inside time. So our timetables don't match up with a God who is an infinite God who lives outside of time. And so when God says, behold, I come quickly, that was 2,000 years ago because his timetable doesn't match up with man's time. And so therefore, when God says, behold, I come quickly, we need to take the next step of what? Preparation. We need to prepare the way as John the Baptist was doing for Jesus. We must prepare the way for one who is to come. We as Christians need to prepare the way until God calls us home. That's an assignment for everyone that's listening to this podcast right now. Not just for the pastors and preachers, evangelists, uh, not just for those who stand on the pulpit and preach the gospel. This is for all of us. We must tarry till he comes. This is what the angels told the disciples. Why stand ye here gazing? You know, he told them to tarry till I come. Do something. Get to work. Get busy. So it's a process. And in that process, we can become uncomfortable while we're waiting on the Lord. But it doesn't mean that his promises aren't coming to pass. Listen, I feel like I have a prophetic word that God dropped into my spirit this morning in prayer. And this is what I wrote down, and I want to share it with you. Don't be weary in the season that you're going through. He's giving power to the faint. He is increasing the strength to those who have no might. Many are on the cusp of giving up right now. But this is what the Spirit of the Lord began to tell me. But I am telling you to wait. Don't give up. I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know who's listening to this this broadcast right now. But listen, if that is you right now, don't be weary. 
because we serve a God who has the ability and all understanding to get you out of this circumstance, to get you out of this predicament. And he is with you, walking beside you daily. He's there for you. That's why I want to go back to verse 28 as I'm going to close on this. The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. Don't try to figure out God. We'll never be able to figure out him because the Bible does say specifically his ways are not our ways. He even goes on deeper and says his thoughts are not our thoughts. But what is he though? God wants to see his people succeed. He says, that's why I'll go above and beyond even what you think or could even imagine. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. This is the promise. This is the promise that we have in Christ that we can trust that he is fighting for us, not against us. Oh, who am I speaking to right now? Let that word sink into your spirit. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. If that is you right now, I want to pray. I want to pray for you specifically because you're on the cusp of giving up. But I want to speak this word that the Lord has dropped into my spirit that I can hear him screaming if we could hear him in an audible voice saying, Nathan, wait, just wait. Can you not just wait for me to move on your behalf? I may be taught, you may be God speaking to you, young lady or young man, and you're hearing these words because you're debating on throwing in that proverbial towel. Because it's, you're tired of waiting. At the end of the day, that's all it is. You're just tired of waiting or feeling like you're let down. Listen, he says he'll give strength to the weary. He'll give power or he'll give might to the powerless. Listen, God is here to drop this into your spirit. So Father, I pray right now for those that are on the cusp of giving up. They're on the brink brink of throwing in the towel. God, I pray strength into their minds, soul, and spirit, God, that they will not give up, nor will they waver, allow their faith to be waver, but they will do as I've been saying, that they will wait upon the Lord. Because you said, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagle as eagles. And you said, they shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and they shall not faint. God, that's only supernatural strength that only you can give. Even sitting in here right now, I can feel my belly getting hungry. I can, my mind is telling me that you're tired even right now, but God, you never grow weary. You give strength to the powerless. So Father, I pray right now, release that anointing over your people right now. 
give them strength to make it through another day that they shall wait upon you and not give up. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, hey, this is it. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. If you will, we'll see you next time. Join us in. Go ahead and go to Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to this podcast. And every time I do upload one, you'll get notifications or it'll be on the top of your list when you go into your library. So, hey, until then, good night, good day, good morning. God bless you. This is Pastor Nate.